Welcome to the Superman and Lois Lane. I'm Steve. I'm Blaine. Okay. It's good to be oh, back. Oh, you put the outline at the bottom of the Zoom info. It says, please join the Zoom yes. meeting in progress. It doesn't say, and also see outline at the bottom. Why am I scrolling at the bottom? <laughs> why, figured, why not? Why use two emails? I just send you one email. With the I Zoom honestly email. was like, I wonder if he's ever going to do that. And then just didn't check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Episode um, eight. So we yeah. skipped the recap of episode seven. We'll probably go back and do one. Yeah, but we should, we should we should do one just so people that stream later, you know, have a recap option. I know. Yeah, it'll I, be I mean, I, I it'll think be a did. little bit. We're both kind of busy, and my birthday's coming up. No big deal. It's kind of a big. It deal, is. But. It is. It is. Birthday's coming up. Uh, but no, I think that we should do that so people have the option. At the same time, mm-hmm. we did cover a lot of the plot in our episode seven episode, so there's already. <sighs> Plenty of spoilers there, and plenty of analysis with the writer of the episode. So, right, you know, all in all, pretty good episode. <laughs> Hopefully, let's get into the episode. Yeah, let's get into it. So, knee jerk reaction. What you What do you think about this one? I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I liked it as much as the last one, but I really did enjoy it, and I liked the- how John Henry's art arc came to a, a close um how about you i i felt like this is like a transitional episode you know like this is the yeah. this is a you know like the set and the spikes coming but I, I i think it's maybe this is a pass a pass i think the next one will be a set and then we'll get a spike right after that one it's gonna like i think john henry Irons is gonna come back and so oh, absolutely happen, you know but he's gotta come I back th- I don't think it's going to be like, and he comes back and redemption arc. Let's go in the next episode. <laughs> I think it's going to be over a few and, and it's going to be awesome when he does. Right. So I think he's got that be... sledge again, baby. And, yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. But yeah, I think All he's right. going to be gone, gone for a while. Yeah. yeah. But, we'll, we'll... Anyway, but it opens up with him, right? There's flashbacks reveal how irons traveled from one universe to another using some sort of portal as Kellel was trying to kill him. Yeah. So in his interrogation, he comes clean about everything. His being from another world, Kal-El killing Sam Lane, Kal-El killing Lois, him being married to Lois. It all pretty much comes out in interrogation, but they're all like still like really wanting more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, well, saying you won't say anymore unless he talks to Lois. Right. I I thought I don't think Natalie's out of the like, you know, that lessened the chance that Natalie's with him in the present. Cause right. he's never explicitly said he lost her. He said he, he lost Lois obviously, but right. You know, so we don't know if she's here yet or if she's coming or if she's still back wherever, but like, you know, he's talking to nobody while he's in the <laughs> ship. Like, like we're almost there or not. We're almost, he didn't say we, I actually went back and checked. Cause I said that my wife was like, he didn't say we, he was just saying, and he's, it was true, but it was like an implied. It was like I, almost there. Almost yeah, there. I felt like make it. he was talking to someone. Me too. It felt like he was, without explicitly saying so, I thought he was talking to somebody. For sure, I did. It came back. Right. There wasn't, there was no direct thing showing that. But it still felt like he was talking to somebody, not just like to the ship. Right. It, it did. I'm also curious as to what happened to 
the John Henry and in our world, in our present world. Yeah, with the like dying under suspicious, yeah, mysterious they, circumstances. Like, why why can't time. he just have like died? Right, right. Like, they, and it, we saw it. There was a video. <laughs> he boom through the right. head. He was cremated. It's something. Suspicious, I was there. Though. I folded the flag. I don't yeah. know that's what that's about, or if he ever met his formal self or, or his yeah. his other Earth self. That that I'm a little curious about now. Right. But yeah, every, was... everything pretty you know, everything pretty much came out during the interrogation. And then next thing that happened was Jonathan feeling useless helps Lois search John Henry Irons RV. Lois is able to activate like the Siri and gets files on all of iron's life so she sees it all at the same time yeah well they're like together like you know just watching like superman's evil seeing natalie and then it had him like in his curt like you know captain's hat or whatever rank he was and with the beret yeah or he was a ranger right he was a ranger right and then you know you see the daughter natalie that clearly affects Lois. You don't know why yeah. at the time. Then Jonathan, for some, they're, they're, every episode, one or both of the teenagers is like disobeying their parents completely. <laughs> <laughs> so just just put, put that out there. I mean, that's probably realistic, I guess. Uh, but Jonathan disobediently searches the RV without Lois. And then the Siri randomly tries to kill John. Like it's mm-hmm. the first, the first, the first like overt aggressiveness we've seen from the the John Herring Iron Siri on the RV. <laughs> like, like it just completely flipped the switch. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, so like, was it being cooperative because it like was programmed to allow Lois Lane to? Right, which doesn't but, really make sense. But because, even like, by the time even he before, found the robot, like, she was dead. Right, but, but even before the Siri like always seemed to like try to talk sense into John Henry Irons, like no, like it's not like it's an AI. Person. It's not like I am a VR. I do not exactly. know who you are. I will murder you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> the Siri's been very knowledgeable as well as empathetic, and then all of a sudden John tries to open up a refrigerator full of guns, and it's like we'll kill you in twenty seconds. Twenty nineteen. There is a child. You will die. Like. <laughs> There is a child here that must be killed. 20, 19, 18, you'll be killed. That just came out of, out of nowhere <laughs> to, to me. I mean, it, you know, it makes sense for there to have some security defense mechanism on the RV. I didn't know it'd be instant destruction of a child. I mean, at least it wasn't just instant destruction. At least there was like just a good old... I never understood the point of countdowns. <laughs> Like just do it or don't. Like you know, like well, it's like I guess it's unknown. trying, it's trying like, to give. It's trying to give the opportunity if if they're wrong for you to fix it. Just like we have our security system that we just put in the house. When we come in the house and the alarm's going off, it doesn't immediately send the police to our house. It I gives suppose. us it gives us twenty seconds to enter. So he's like, oh, dude, I was using a voice changer. Sorry, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I was John Henry, and she's like, unknown, must murder. Like, <laughs> he's like, uh, Captain Luther, sorry. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's fair. That was, <laughs> that, it could, It caught me totally off guard, though. I, I also assumed what John was assuming, like, oh, this is safe. This seems safe earlier. 
but I guess he just yeah, opened up the chip. wrong. Well, well, then he like, well, and he and he like, what? Well, because he's looking at the guns. First off, why was he like, yeah? Because he found all those they, guns, and he's like, they yeah, boy. kind of explain that later. Like he doesn't feel he's of service or is uh, able to fight for the family because he doesn't have powers. So he was excited yeah, yeah. about grabbing some Captain Luther weapons, you know. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Well, and he just like watched his dad kill his mom. Yes. <laughs> there yeah. is that. He did watch that. He did look like it was like ultimate anime betrayal, man. Like he was just like watching it like dad. And it was like, yo, that's not him. Right. Ultimate Earth. But you know, Lois Page is Superman because she's at the thing. Well, the thing is, I didn't understand because she's outside the door, like, it's Lois Lane, stop shooting. And it's like, not nah, I'm a robot. You're outside and it's too late for that. We still got to kill this child. <laughs> this child is dead. <laughs> and, this child uh, is trespassing. He opened up the wrong refrigerator. But Superman, died. you know, I, I, I honestly thought it was going to have some, I thought like, you know, the armor plates are coming out. I thought it was going to be like Superman proof or something. No, nah, dude, he's just like, boop. It's like pops that door right off. Yeah, pops it right <laughs> off. Pops it right off. And then comes in, jumps over top of, of John to stop all the bullets then finds out where i guess the computer is La- laser some sort of circuit panel right laser some sort of circuit stopped it so your classic was- star wars this is how i open the door lightsaber <laughs> through the control panel doors open exactly. uh- <laughs> so he stopped john from getting killed by siri mm-hmm. then lois is talking to Jonathan and she basically just goes scorched earth on Jonathan. Just this is yeah. terrible. You're stupid. You would have died because you're stupid. Just says a bunch of bad things. Clearly something deeper is going on. So I like, I like the look that Clark gives her like, are you, are you okay? Well, like, so, so like, I, you know, we've seen it. So we know where this goes, right? Like that there's, this deeper thing that she has a breakthrough therapy about. And my wife and I were both watching this the whole time. Like, yeah, I don't know. That was pretty much like we both, Amanda and I both do that. If I have never been like been more irrational or yelled at my kids more or like been like, I don't know, like just then when I get scared by them, yes. like they do something and it's like, I've not like even if they do something terrible in front of me and break something and I'm actually angry, it's a different thing. But like fear channels into rage very easily. Like, especially when like the moment's over and you know they're okay and you're just furious that like they put themselves in danger, that you were somehow like it's usually in a moment that you realize like there's nothing you could have done. Right. And everything generally, you know, like it did turn out okay, but it's just like Right. You're like, and you're probably what? mad at them for making you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it was, I mean, like, I've geeked, I mean, like, not like Lois did. Lois, I mean, to be fair, I've never also never had my kid like disobey and go into like a, you know, alternate universe person's thing and like had guns pointed at them in like one second before like almost like instantly died. But like, you know, I imagine not. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like, you know, running out into the street. And like I look up at the last second, and like I'm not gonna make it. Right. And all I do is like pray and look. There's no car coming, and it's just like furious. 
just yes. like yeah y- you know it, it was i felt helpless and it was terrible so like i thought her response was appropriate a little a little <laughs> over the top but like yeah generally it was, appropriate. Over the top. it was a little over the top but like amanda was you know amanda agreed she's like i don't i didn't look at that and go like wow something else is going on like as a yeah. parent, having gone through some stuff is right. bad. Be like, I mean, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't freaked think, out. I didn't think something else specifically was going on yet, but she kept digging in, and then the look Clark gave her, like that's not something Lois would do. That's true. She didn't back down. Like that's the other thing is usually if like the other person wasn't around for that, and the other parent shows up and is like, "Yo, cool," <laughs> like you usually go like. I, I'm sorry. It was it just scared me. And you're like, hey, it's cool. Like, you might want to say sorry or something because made him cry real bad. <laughs> like that wasn't right, right. cool. But like, she was just like, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Clark put his hands up. Basically, like my bad. <laughs> right. Clark is well, Clark is a great husband slash dad. It's just so well, yeah. And, and Clark was like, giant. is everything okay? And like. That was a little crazy, and she's like, "He deserved it, and everything's fine." And he's like, "I'm gonna take that as a no, then." <laughs> <laughs> take that as you're not okay. So he he suggests to Lois that she might need help, that she see the for her former psychiatrist from the DOD. And so, do you think this the, like? Do you, do you think this psychiatrist has like a clearance, like that she can like tell him? what's going on or i didn't get that vibe because I didn't lois, either. lois didn't tell her what was going on but at the same why, time why does she have a dod therapist then? right so so my so <laughs> you know what i mean my theory during it i was like i was like she's gonna go back and tell sam lane every detail of this that was my that was that was my yeah that i mean that's just maybe just me being paranoid but i was like if she works for the dod and knows her dad and her dad isn't you know doesn't doesn't have many morals when it comes to department of defense right right right. well and and i thought i thought it was like a situation where it's like you know like maybe he set up this therapist and he's like yo i know you might need someone you can talk to this therapist is the only other person that has like my level of clearance they know who superman is they know you're married to him all the special problems you're gonna have so you have someone to talk to i don't i don't think she knows who superman is no, no, no. I, I I didn't get that vibe, and she was clearly hiding stuff like about surrounding all of that as well. So, but otherwise, I I'm you know it was just like why, <laughs> why is this a DOD therapist? Right. She doesn't work for the DOD. Like her dad works for the DOD, but like that doesn't mean you get a therapist from them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, my right. daughter's a reporter. Could you just you know see her on the federal dime? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what what's going on but i also am very suspicious that this woman is not just going directly to sam lane if not having an affair with sam lane there would, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like yeah who is she to him that he's gonna be like yeah talk to her you know yep and we find out that lois had a miscarriage and the girl was named natalie which is in her other world the lois in the other world her and John Henry Ein's daughter is named Natalie. So that why that's why that conjured up some emotions. We find out she's still feeling guilty about the miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, what was so this 
when I was watching this, it made me feel terrible because as we talked about just before we started recording, my wife's pregnant and oh. we just found out that it's a boy. It's a boy. And I thought about how devastating and awful it would be if if that had been taken. I guess it's still a chance, the less less likely because mm-hmm. she's so far along. But how terrible it'd be it'd be if the, all of this was taken away, all of your hopes and dreams and aspirations you put into uh-huh. this this unborn child. So it was it was awkward. I, I felt I felt terrible because we just had our the reveal of our biological sex to our family through zoom. And then I watched the show and then that happened. So I just felt terrible for her. Cause I, I was like, I can't possibly imagine yeah. having to feel that way. Yeah. Well, and it was, I mean, having come out the other side of that, you know, it's, it, I know, I know what you mean. Anytime anything gets brought up like that, like while you're pregnant, you're like, you almost like turn it off. Boop. Like <laughs> pass. Uh, we're going to skip this one. Don't need to be dealing with this right now. Right. But it's at the same time. There's a lot of people that go through a lot of this kind of stuff and it's not something that's talked about. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, at the same time, it is very private. Obviously, it's where she's talking to a therapist yeah. literally talks to no one about it, but right. you know, it's it's tough i thought the whole like that they were gonna name her natalie thing was like it was like oof right that was yeah ouch jinkies that's a bit much that yeah that that was (laughs) that was that was was tough i i liked that they put this in there though i i like that the writers did this it adds some some depth to things and it's something that other women can relate to the only the only thing that uh, and I'm kind of with Amanda's. I mean, like we, it leads into the next part is where she, you know, she talks to John about it, right? And my wife was like, "I'm sorry, I got completely taken out of the, of the moment. Neither of these people should be crying." Like, and I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "They're terrible at crying." And I'm like, "Oh, like acting." Oh, I'm sorry. Like, she was like, "I'm not." But she's like, "She has a great sad face." But when she was actually like trying to muster tears, she's like, she just looked like she was like, Ugh. and I'm like, I, oh man, I thought I thought it looked good. I thought I thought particularly this episode, I thought Bitsy Tullock, the actress that plays Lois, did a great job. Oh yeah, I thought she did a great job. My especially wife especially super critical, especially the moment right after Jonathan almost died. No, oh my God, that was like one of my favorite moments that was that she's ever had. That was like, really good. I thought she was really good in the therapist's office. Um, and then I, and I, then I, I, I bought, that, I bought the crying. I, I wasn't able to to like step out of it the way, okay, the way of uh, Amanda does. But I, I think the the best moment that really displayed her acting chops was when she was going off at Jonathan and when she well, was well, like I said, like, I to bought her, that her confessing to her guilt and things in the therapist's office. Yeah. But like, you know, what I, mean? I mean, that's what I meant. It was like, I bought it like with the whole like yeah, she totally. freaked out. And I'm like, no, no, completely made sense to me. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a little bit of an overreaction, but like, it's also like if I was in that moment, I would have overreacted. I don't know how far I would have taken it, but like 
I would have done the Clark thing and been like, yo, right. Chill. It like it actually <laughs> op- it, it it was like a teaser. I think the episode opened with her in the therapist's office. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is, yeah. So when that happened and she was talking, I thought she actually like hit a kid or something. <laughs> like, like I thought we were going to see her just, just smack Jordan in the face or something, something like that. Um, you know, it, it, it was bad and it was, it did fit with what they teased as the show went on. But um, I thought I did actually, when the episode opened, I thought it was going to be worse. I was like, Oh, she, <laughs> they're sending her to talk to somebody she must yeah, yeah, she's like she's in like anger management she's in anger management like she belting this kid <laughs> hit a child or something but she didn't she didn't hit him uh, but she did she did come pretty hard pretty heavy-handed with her words she did, she did. as it is lois lane what's next elsewhere so so yeah lois we talked about that's on this lois speaks to john later and apologizes tells the miscarriage story and john is understanding of course he's a good kid he's capable of a lot of empathy like as a person yeah and as i have a kid like one of my kids (laughs) my older kid wally it has a lot of empathy so you know it's one of those like i could see that like some people just have more than others right it's just like and you can tell like he puts up with a lot right he you know he always is able to be like, I see what you mean. I feel like you tend to be more forgiving. And I, I, I see that that's a good quality that he has. Definitely. Definitely. But a man is not buying any of it, but <laughs> no. no, 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 no. She's like, it's so compelling. It was just like the, the brief moment where she was like, supposedly breaking into tears. That was right. it that she didn't buy. Okay. She's like, I just don't buy the tears. Okay. Okay, so she she thinks they're good actors, but it was just right. in that moment she just couldn't. Yeah, it just I guess it just ripped her out. She was like, I don't know. Uh, uh, and then after she's like, Oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> when Lois went back to talking. Right. Right. <laughs> also, I also think she did a good job at the, towards the end of the episode. We'll get there. Um, Elsewhere, the Cushing plot. I'll just go through all of the pushing Cushing plot at once. Okay, <laughs> it was kind of split in different places over over the course of the episode. But elsewhere, the Cushings. So Kyle convinces Sarah to try out for the school musical. She agrees. Kyle says he'll help her. He practices with her. Things are going well. Then Leslie Lar comes along and tells Kyle that Edge was disappointed he didn't want the job. Kyle's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> of, course I, of course I wanted the job. So he, he didn't understand why she said that. So he confronts Lana. Lana lies again emphatically and says that Edge doesn't think he's leadership potential. Which hurts. Yeah. Um, in, in reality, she's protecting him because she thinks he might be experimented on or, or right. have something done. So that's, that's, what, that's what her real motive is. So then Sarah, after, after that, we cut away from Kyle. Sarah then shows up for the tryouts of this school musical, but dad is a no-show. He's supposed to be there accompanying her um, in her arrangement and her singing, but dad is not there. But Jonathan is there to support her and helps her by playing the piano. Sarah comes home and finds out that Kyle, her dad, was drinking the whole time. 
Yeah. That is the Cushing plot. <laughs> Your thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I, I that had to come out like the whole Lana and Kyle thing. Like I saw that coming. Mm-hmm. That Kyle was gonna find out that Lana, because Lana clearly just like blew him off. It's like because they were like, "What about Kyle?" And he's it's a fire chief. What the, what was funny was. <laughs> You, I think you mentioned this in one of the past episodes. Like, well, I mean, he's not really a candidate. Like, what's he gonna do? Fight fires for Edge? Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's kind of like <laughs> Lana basically tells him that, like, yeah, well, I mean, we don't really have fires, so you're like, you know, well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's <laughs> what's what's wild is that Kyle still believed Lana that easily. Yeah, He's like no, he said you weren't leadership potential. I'd be like, what? Then why would I? That still wouldn't click. Because why would why would he lie to his right hand person to make me look good to his right hand person, but then tell you the truth about your husband not being a leader? It well, didn't make any might, sense. You also might think that she's just like an assistant and doesn't know. It's just like, oh, I figured you would have been a Maybe. candidate because you know you you were a big proponent. Right. So I to, thought you would have been to me. Then, to me, like oh, apparently not. To me, as someone with some confidence in myself, I would say, "You're lying. Something's going on. Tell me what's going Same. on." But Same. I think Kyle has some deeper insecurities. Sure. So I'm sure that made him accept this, and then want to deal with his problems by drinking, which in this situation made matters worse. Mm-hmm. But Lana, it, we haven't really talked about this, what's going on with her that much, because I guess we didn't do the recap episode yet uh, for, for seven, but she's running this weird tightrope where she's recruiting people for them, but also not trying to get people that are too close to her because she doesn't know what's going to happen. Because she she's pretty sure they're going to get turned into metahumans. Yeah, turned into metahumans or like. And we know that that on. generally doesn't turn out like what is it like one in however like it's not great odds, like right. <laughs> like something could go wrong. They could be be hurt, and so she's avoiding people she's too close to. But Edge and Lar don't care. It's mm. it's weird. It's it's a weird moral tightrope that she's walking. <laughs> like yeah. she's still she's still recommending people, right? Well, and she can't she, like bring it up to Kyle because Kyle go like rat yeah. her out. And she as can't terrible as that sounds. And she I think the most the most morally correct thing to do would just be to kind of continually put it off. And it seems like she was kind of trying to do that. Um like she picked a few and then let the last one sit like, ah, it's just having trouble finding this last candidate, you know, <laughs> but it's like, ah, I'll bring in the Asian lady. So like, oh, so let me ask you this. Lar can listen in to on whoever she wants to, whenever she wants to. Do you think they're on to her? I <sighs> like, do you think they're on to Lana kind, kind of hesitating to bring in people that, she likes because she's afraid well that's all happening internally so the only way that they would know is if she's listening in on lois and lana right because otherwise she's not like hmm huh i don't think i want this person they're too close to me right like as she's making the selection like that that would be an internal monologue situation 
Right. Which, as far as we know, they don't have that yet. But Edge and Lars seem to be pushing people close to her, almost as if they're messing with her because Lars listened to Lois, Lois and Lana. But at yeah. the same time, like, why just drag her along messing with her if that's the case, right? Right. Well, because she is getting them people. So. Yeah. <laughs> she is. I don't. I don't know. It. It's. It seems that to me that Lara and Edge are, are toying with her or a little suspicious or, or maybe uh, just testing. Well, Lara Lar is straight suspicious of her. Right. Lara 100% is. Edge maybe, probably, probably is. Probably. But I think Edge has like a crush on Lana. <laughs> probably. I think he's testing, testing her loyalty maybe a little bit. Something. Maybe. It's know. it's Something. it's a weird thing going on in the background. Lana picking yeah. out people for them. Yeah, and they always describe uh, it as like reaching your full potential. Like yeah, they, they've never so they're, they're still not saying specifically what they're doing, which sounds kind of like the Nexium cult. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, is, that, is so, that what that cult was called? I can't remember what it was. The the Pretty one that involved the Smallville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the people. I, I think can't that's remember what, it was what called. they're called. It was something was it, like that. It, it was a, like an executive management training sex cult. Right. And that's what it ended up being. <laughs> yeah, it was like, right. what is it? Oh, it's just a sex. What would be hilarious <laughs> if all this is about? You're like, what's this about? And you're like, it's just a sex cult. Like, right. we're I, making I think like it was a humans. multi level marketing scheme that had like a sex cult underneath it. But. Any, anyway, I, it's it should always weird <laughs> you out if no one can tell you exactly what it is you're going to be doing. Right? Yeah, that's that's. Sucks. <laughs> what, what are we going to be doing? Well, you're going to find out when you're making boatloads of money. You're going to be an assistant, and you're going to be realizing your full potential as a leader. It's like, okay, so what am I going to be doing on an everyday basis? You're going to be in leadership. Okay, what am I going to be leading? You know, like, like the Luminati's. Am, am I am I going to be digging digging in the mines? Am I going to be telling other people to dig in the mines? Like, Putting what exactly fires. am I doing? It's always a bad sign. Anyone listening, if someone cannot tell you what exactly you're going to be doing when you join an organization or take on a new job. <laughs> Oh, well, and let's slip up, put over to Sarah. So Sarah's doing her. So it cuts over to Sarah from the Lana thing and Kyle, Lana and Kyle. Sarah's up there looking to do her show. You know, her dad's Kyle's clearly not showing up. Her tryout <laughs> yeah, for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan's just, first off, the dude before her was atrocious. Terrible. Atro- it was as if i did it i i <laughs> maybe could have done worse than him but maybe not a ton worse but I'll, jordan comes I, with, I can confidently say i would have been better than that individual <laughs> i think jordan came with what i think are plastic flowers yeah they were weak looking flowers <laughs> they were so weak so first weak off if you are flowers. coming to support like someone in the performance bring uh, actual like like bouquet. at least a bouquet of flowers like 12 flowers rather than like five <laughs> straggling Specific. flowers that look Dude, like it was like them. four it was like it three like, to four like four flowers that, that you picked up off the ground on the way in it was either know. picked up off the ground or they were like one of them was like bent in half like right. i was like what is going on here jordan and i jack goes and looks he's like who's the flowers for and he looks up at sarah and he goes bro you're in the friend zone you know that right like right which is a good <laughs> point 
right? Like, so, so on, on one end, on, on our end, on the other level, we were talking, you need to up your flower game. On the other end, do you really need to be bringing this girl flowers when you're not dating her? Yeah. To a tryout. This isn't the actual opening <sighs> night, right? This is, this is a, a tryout. I'm going to, I'm going to have a very difficult time guiding my son my sons in in their courting of whomever they choose to court because it's the everyone's so different and all that and it's like yeah obviously no means no you fall you respect that type sure. of thing but you can still be hopeful and whatever but like you know people are like friend zoned and you're like sometimes but right. sometimes that's not always I mean in high school, yeah. If your friends zone, you're probably done zone. But like <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> but I don't know, like just the you know, you can be persistent while also like respecting boundaries. Right. But then like if you're in the friend zone and you start liking the, the friend in a romantic way, there's some people that hint on the on the other side on the uh the girls generally the girl side or i guess in this situation there's some people that handle that really well and delicately and there's some people that just get pissed off (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like 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 really offended as if you're like violating them right like um and and the friend zone situation is a is a situation that most human beings I imagine have been on both sides of at some point or the other. Um, so, uh, you know, I, there's the chance that if he gave her flowers or ex- expressed romantic interest after Sarah was like, no, that Sarah would just get really mad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you know, it's, I, I guess what it comes down to is he's got a, I think John gave him good advice. It was like, don't do that. First off, like it's a pathetic ovation that you're making. <laughs> like that's pathetic. You're, you're that's the thing. flowers. See, that's what it comes down to, though. Like that, that's what John gets that Jordan doesn't get. That's the social awareness that John and the, you know, that's where his empathy and understanding of like how other people work comes from. Is that John's right. like, look, I mean, like first off, you're gonna do it, do it. <laughs> don't do this. Whatever this is, don't do that. Because because that's the thing is it's terrible if it's like if you're friend zoned friend zoned and then you make a pathetic attempt it's like <laughs> dude you just made it a thousand times worse right like now now you're gonna embarrass yourself you're gonna make it awkward you look so sad like <laughs> like the best you're gonna get is pity and the uh, that's not what you're looking for my man and you know i think he stepped up in a big way and did like the type of what you should be doing if you're trying if you're like holding out hope Right, right. He's there for her. Right. Right. Which is something that both a friend should be doing, but also someone that's like showing that they're a reliable person. Right. I I, I do think Sarah was the person that initially asked him out on a on a date and then while dating a linebacker. Right. <laughs> but then but then kind of took that back and took a step back and said that. They just want to be friends, so hopefully she wouldn't get too mad. But you never know how people react to that. Some no, people, sometimes, I, I mean, the vibe I got off of it, and this is just a, this, we're just spitballing here and talking about it. Like I'm not saying 
I can't speak for her and she is a fictional character. So this is what our job right. is, is to talk BS about it. But the vibe I got was like, she's like, look, I got a lot of family stuff going on. I just went through a breakup. I need some me time. I I think we, we can only be friends if, you know, if that's all right with you, you know, and, and that's just, and then if it's not, then we can't be friends. Like that's because that's all I'm offering right now. Right. I think, I think that if I were a dude, I would not be like that. Oh, she's 100% not interested in that forecloses any possibility ever in the right. future of us ever dating. I'd be like, okay, well, it sounds like she needs her space and her time. And I not, I need, I need to be respectful of that while she gets her house in order. Right. Right. And you know, if that's BS, if she immediately starts and goes, starts dating another dude, then you need to move on some. <laughs> right because right. because because that you know but the thing is i feel like sarah meant that right like sarah's right. not sometimes that's a line right like you're like i just need to be me like whatever and then they like you know and then somebody goes and dates someone immediately after and you're like right i mean not really my <laughs> my fear is well we'll get into predictions later all right, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that teaser all Anywho, right. so we'll we'll close this out. So Jordan helps Sarah with her tryout pipes by, by playing um, the piano. She does have pipes. So I already pipes. knew that Alex Garfin, who plays Jordan, could play the piano really well because he's always on Instagram playing the piano. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I knew Spoiled. that. I knew that was real. Then the question was: Did Indy, the the girl who plays Sarah, does she really? have pipes like that can she really sing so I, I texted jay and asked him and he said yes that's her singing <laughs> <laughs> baller dude that it, well it sounded actually like that though. good like you know like a lot of times they do that fake singing and it's like yeah i don't i can sometimes it's hard for me to tell it was so good it was so good <laughs> that, it was real like, good like, like if someone really sang like that in a, a small town tryout if you're the music teacher or whoever is putting on the play, the responsible thing to do is be like, you don't belong here. You, <laughs> like, you, you need to move to like LA or touch New York with or something. some people. We put you in touch with some people so you can try out for like an actual legitimate, legitimate musical because you don't really well, belong here with us. And she's got some soul too. Definitely. That was, that was what was great. Yeah. No, it was, it was it's, it, it sounded great. It, it I wasn't that invested in this plot line, but that kind of kind of caught me off guard. Oh, it snapped me back. I was like, oh, right. And and Amanda Amanda's heart just about melted when Jordan just like flips around and just like is just beaming at her. <laughs> like Jordan Jordan's proud of her too, you know. And it was just like, oh, right. He's no, smitten, nice. man. He's beyond smitten. <laughs> he's 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 totally smitten. Yeah. So what happens next? So that's the, that's generally the Cushing plot line of what. Oh, happens. Sarah gives her dad the fifth degree. Yeah, for... Sarah's. Like like it would have been one thing if she lashed out and yelled or whatever, but she it was like the worst thing she could have done is just like, yeah, well, you just just don't try. Yeah. Just. Just stop trying. All right. Just, It'd be best for both of us. Never later. promise me anything again. How about that? Yeah. How, how did you take that and deal with that? That that one rang a little too true to home for me. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. My dad oh. sucks, by the way. 
this, <laughs> yeah. So this might be a good time to tell the story of how we met and to transition into that. Might as well. Oh, well. <laughs> so I mean, that's a, that's a I got, yeah. Well, speaking of my dad, how my dad sucks led to <laughs> Steve and I meeting. Uh, uh, <laughs> not, yeah. not a terrible transition. I don't. I don't uh, think. So, I don't think. I don't think. Well, I, uh, this is going to sound terrible. I don't think Kyle is necessarily as bad as your dad. <laughs> no, 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 no. I Which, mean, like Kyle effed up. Man, like he. I feel so bad saying that to you. <laughs> no 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 like but kyle effed up but like yeah he's there he's, he's right? there <laughs> no i'm sorry so, man I, I shouldn't have said that, that was, no no i don't care a man a man it is not like my dad so <laughs> she, okay. she some, she's got some smoke with my dad uh so my parents split when i was like two and my dad was around for a little while and then he wasn't and then he kind of was and then he wasn't moved kind of you know like three hours away which realistically is not that far away but whatever uh anyway i had known a little bit that like my mom had mentioned that he thought or my mom thought that my dad had had another kid not that long after they split and i was like okay and i never knew anything about her well who that person was whatever uh and then I guess it would have been three years ago, I want to say. Uh, my mom got me like, the Ancestry test kit thing. And I didn't do it for like quite a while. I think I got it for Christmas and I did it in like March or April. In, no, it would have been April or May. I did I did the Ancestry thing and it came back and it was like, oh, we found one of your aunts or perhaps another person who's very close, maybe a half sister. And I'm like, well, considering she's like two and a half years younger than me. <laughs> right. I'm guessing this might be his sister. So uh, I reached out to her on Facebook and we ended up connecting and I found out a bunch about her and she's super awesome. She's a nurse and I think she worked at the same hospital you did, Steve. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And West Virginia anyway, University Hospital. Yeah, yeah, over in West Virginia, which you know, as you know, if you listen, well, we live in Wisconsin, but she had grown up around here and uh, you know, we talked a whole bunch uh we ended up meeting over in ohio getting to know each other and then uh after we had met in ohio in like october she was getting married that coming april so it would have been almost a year we had first talked and she we'd been keeping in touch really well and everything like that and it was like she invited me to her wedding and was like would you be willing to fly out and come do it i was like yeah it'd be awesome i think it'd be great and I got to hang out at the wedding party the whole time. And I stayed with them and it was a great time. And where I got, I got seated at like one of the, like the awesome friend tables. And right behind me was Steve and his wife, Annie. And I, I don't know if you remember, man, I, I had, I didn't, I was out of my element in another state meeting my sister for the second time in my life. <laughs> I had a couple drinks at that <laughs> wedding. <laughs> oh no, no, I remember. Um, to 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 be honest, the first time we met there, <laughs> the 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 first time, I was a little weirded out because I was like, because you're so you're very outgoing and and yeah. friendly, and talking to people, and you're and it and it to me it was just weird because it's just like you didn't know anybody and no one knew you but nope. you were like 
still, you know, in everyone's face being the life of the party. I was like, I was like, who is who is this guy? And it's like, it's like it's Ashley's long lost brother. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so uh yeah it was like who's yeah because it's like why is this guy sitting at this how i it's one of those like how have i never met like who's this guy that i've never met why is he sitting at like one of the big tables and right seems to be hanging out with like someone i thought i knew pretty well like (laughs) yeah yeah i was i was down to party that night you you were down to party you were you were very happy very uh excited and i'm 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 glad that you two were able to connect and then that we were able to become good, good friends. Yeah. yeah. You know, and your, your dad pretty much, I guess, completely disowned Ashley. Doesn't really talk to Ashley at all. He did. Yeah. Just, uh, I think like met her once or something and he was, he was kind of the worst <laughs> as far as all that went. And I don't want to get too much into all that because that that's the sucky part of it. And it, in the end, I ended up with a really awesome sister and uh, brother-in-law and good friends. And oh, and, and I just remember talking to you. It's like you're like, I'm moving to Milwaukee soon, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, I work in Milwaukee. You're like, no kidding. Like, oh, we'll have to hit you up when we when we move, and you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And the and the rest. Actually, of I think history, Annie man. did technically. I think Annie like found me on Facebook and reached out to me. It was like, I think she like friended me and was like, "Oh my God, we're in Milwaukee now." I was like, "All right, cool." Yeah, no, it was it was a good time. And then that that one of the first times that we hung out here, you were, were at some fantasy football party. <laughs> I was. We, we we came out to meet you and and. Again, you're just you're you're so forward and outgoing and 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 friendly with us, and you. I was like, so do you? Are you gonna go out more with your fantasy football friends and hang out with him? He's like, he's like, no, I'm hanging with you, man. <laughs> Let's keep talking. <laughs> I was like, all right. I wanted to get to know you, man. I know all those guys. <laughs> What's the fun in that? You're like, no, no, I'm done with him. Let's all hang out. Yeah, I'm like, I'm cool. They're not even gonna know I'm gone. <laughs> nobody did either nobody was like where'd blaine go there was nothing in the group chat anything it was like i don't know I, i'm also known for the irish goodbye so they probably presumed i just like dipped gotcha so gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. but you you have the, that part of you is the same thing annie has where you will you're very outgoing we'll we'll start up good conversation with people you don't know that well yeah um and and then i'm glad that you took the initiative to do that otherwise we wouldn't be as good friends as we are so i stayed over at your place that night yeah you did (laughs) it was a good time good time it was a super good time we went to that crazy german place they had some giant beers that was like the biggest beer (laughs) i've ever had in my life (laughs) they did it was great it was a good night but yeah yeah the rest the rest is history Mm -hmm. um now we have a podcast now we have a podcast where were we in our podcast so Uh, Oh, not the the climax of the episode. Right, 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 right. The the DOD continues to try and interview John Henry. They call for Lois because she's the only one he agrees to talk to. Uh, John Henry is being moved by soldiers when we find out one of them is one of Edge's Kryptonians with with powers. Then John Henry sounds an alarm and then goes into room 7737. Superman goes to catch slash save John Henry 
he's attacked with kryptonite weapons by this super metahuman soldier. John Henry kills the metahuman soldier. He's about to kill Superman, but then Lois arrives and talks him out of it. So, yeah, this was the uh, that dude was gonna torture him, like wanted to torture that John Henry real bad. Right, had his had his little kit and everything. Super. And then, yeah, and then Short Stack just broke, and like he died. Like he threw him against the wall so hard he died. Yeah, because they're like, oh, we found so and so, he's dead. And I'm like, yeah. ooh. I did not see that coming. That escalated really quickly for me. <laughs> yeah, wow, zoinks! Like these two are really. As soon as they when they started arguing aggressively, I was I thought at first I was like, is this some kind of act or something like to to get to get John Henry to try to run away or something like? I, well, it was, it I was thought like, it was that, or they were gonna start a stupid fist fight and John Henry was gonna like run away, and I'm like, that was kind of a lame escape route. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh okay, so you just need John Henry to get out of there, like. That was a lame tool no, to do but, that yeah. with. But no, it was like, oh, just kidding. He's a metahuman. Right. Not so whatever. And then I thought it was a good guy. I was like, seven. oh, he's trying to stop him from being tortured. Like, nope. No, he's just. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no he's, he's just evil. being interfered with. Yeah. And, you know, and and Papa Lane comes clean to Superman and is like, yo, uh, you don't want to go down there. And he's like, <laughs> why? And he's like, uh, we might have been. I, I mean, that. that's a great part. He's like, well, so that's where you start the kryptonite. He goes, <laughs> that might be where we saw the kryptonite kryptonite based weapons kryptonite kryptonite based grenades gas bioweapons like it's just going down the list of like breaking yeah. the geneva records right like, it's just, <laughs> it happens to be a room filled with everything that can kill you yeah so. the only things that can kill you really. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's like all versions of it it's like if it's something that's like normally like if it's a gun, it's a gun that can kill you. If right, right, right. <laughs> right. He was he was going down a list. It's just like kryptonite this, kryptonite that. You know, yeah. like like he's you know bubble. I didn't like the like shrimp. bio terror like, weapons. Like, I was like, yo, take it easy, dog. <laughs> releasing like <laughs> like what? Yeah, he did. He SARS down the, crypto down the two or something in there, yeah. like. <laughs> No, he he came clean pretty quickly, and then yeah, just like think, yeah. uh, Superman's just like I'm going anyway, right? <laughs> Goes down, homie's got gas grenades, he's got a mask on, he's got one of the nice N95s. <laughs> <laughs> he does, he does. This is a cool looking N95. Yeah, you get a baller looking N95 on, or like the kind of you're like, oh, I'm jealous. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, I've, I don't have N95s that look good that good at the hospital. No, 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 not at all. And so he's, <laughs> I've used freighter N95s. They're lame looking. Right? They seem to be effective, but lame. But he's, you know, tossing out. <laughs> I love that it's green too. Like, I know it's kryptonite, but like, do you think they were like doing like R&D and they're like, it's just coming out white, even with the kryptonite. And they're like, Throw a little lucky charm sauce. <laughs> Gotta know it's kryptonite smoke. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Putting a little food coloring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I thought it, I didn't. What I didn't see coming was him turning around and John Henry Irons just stab that dude in the heart. Boom! Just dead. 
I was like, oh, (laughs) I thought that was a G move. I was hyped when that happened. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that was super baller. Just which it's like, oh, I mean, could a spear really just do it? That would be like, I mean, they've also been inhaling kryptonite this whole time. They're yeah, he's been inhaling kryptonite the whole time, and then it's a kryptonite spear through the heart. That'll yeah, that'll that'll probably do it. That's probably enough. (laughs) But just like wow. That'll uh, they'll probably probably take care of it. And I no, like how he's just admiring it, and he's like, "We had one of these in my world too. <laughs> it was one of my favorites <laughs> to kill Kryptonians with." And you're like, "Dang, G." The it was it was great, but you also went from like this this joy of having him save Superman by killing this evil better human to immediate fear, like, "Uh oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh." It's like it's like Jeff Jarrett's redemption arc. <laughs> nope nope it's not nope. i thought that was gonna be the moment that he was gonna like throw the spear aside throw out his hand no right. no 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 not that big of a step <laughs> this is my favorite spear for killing kryptonians <laughs> yeah man. he just like walks slowly towards him as superman's struggling on the ground right and so lois pops in basically says like you're about to kill a hero and a good man and i can vouch for him blah 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 but like you know and he says he says what she said what does that make you basically you're becoming the villain right if you do this right you're everything you've 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 grown to hate right and you can't live in this what if verse because we're not in that one Mm -hmm. and so he he drops the spear looked like he got taken into custody but apparently just got let go uh (laughs) yeah i guess and uh you know, and I thought it was interesting, you know, is Superman's like over on like the first aid kit thing and Papa Lane comes <laughs> over and is like, you're going to be all right. And he's like, as well as I can be. And he's like, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> my bad. I didn't realize we're making a like bioterror weapon specifically against you. I gotta protect Earth. You know what I mean? Like, ah. Now with these other people running around, it's not seeming like such a bad idea. (laughs) He's like, I don't want to say, I don't know if you've ever seen Trailer Park Boys, but he's doing the kind of like, I don't want to say a toe to so, but a toe to so. Right. That was, that was an interesting conversation. I, I, it was hard to tell whether they, they ended the conversation, the Papa Lane Superman conversation, whether they ended the conversation closer and under more of understanding or still like, no, you're my enemy kind of. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like it was like, it felt like Papa Lane was on his back foot a little like Superman's now got the upper hand a little bit. And Papa Lane even admitted, like, I have some trust that I need to earn back with you. Right. bad. Which I mean, I don't know what Superman thought he was doing when he's like, it's like saying like I've been hoarding plutonium, and you're like, oh, so it's just like you just got a bunch of plutonium sitting in boxes in the basement, right? You're like, oh, you turned them into nuclear warheads, you son of a gun! You told me you were just hanging on to it in case a rainy. No, like you know what I was like, right? I mean, he told him a while ago. He's like, I mean, like yeah, I'm sitting on like a crazy amount of the stuff. <laughs> he thought it was just like it was gonna be a crystal grow room. Like, come on. Well, you know what he's doing. Like, he works for the United States Department of Defense. Right. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I gotta prepare for anything. Yeah. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I thought it was good. I, I, I don't think Papa Lane is out of like I don't think he's out of line, personally. Yeah. You know, it, it's just of course, like 
it was apparently the easiest room in the world to get into and like expose <laughs> Superman to possibly getting murdered. That's why you don't want it around. But like, like he said, the dude was like third generation military, loved his family. It's the type of thing where it's like only like brainwashing or something like that. And this goes right. back to kind of what we were talking about when we when we met the dude that closed his eyes and blew himself up with his laser eyes is it's like so do you think like kryptonian souls live in ex kryptonite well the and and clark touched on this he was like he mentioned something about being reborn maybe they're becoming different people or like aliens possessing them kind of right i think it's i think it's aliens they're they're able to use the ex kryptonite to have aliens possess the human bodies I believe is what they were the getting. only the only thing I don't super understand though is like given the 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 Kryptonians that I know are from like the uh uh the the Christopher Reeve Kryptonians because you see them a little bit right and and then you also know who you know uh Kal-El's dad and stuff but they all seem like pretty chill people like they're you know <laughs> that they were nice like yeah. We don't know exactly what happened, but there was like some planetary, like, I don't know if it was like science gone awry or their moon broke up, like something crazy happened to them. But like, they seemed like they were like an advanced society that were like, cool. Like, not like, you know, right? <laughs> like they were all like Superman's the only good one. <laughs> and like, it's crazy that he is good and Kryptonians are generally evil because that's the vibe we're getting is like, oh, if all these mm-hmm. ex-Kryptonite dudes are you know kryptonian souls they're all evil murderous willing to like jump in with earth's you know and just like take over the one guy like this is the thing is be like oh we have a kryptonian on earth already here and he's going around saving people's lives and he seems really cool right kill him (laughs) (laughs) why because this rich billionaire is giving us bodies right (laughs) let's go right it, it must be some cult or sect of crypt or specific types of Kryptonians. You're right. Kryptonians generally, when introduced in, in canon, aren't all bad like this. Right. Right. So yeah, something, something's going on. I think it's aliens possessing the human bodies. I wonder if Morgan Edge is an alien. It's not even really him. <laughs> Maybe. So it's something, man. I don't know. I, something's wrong there. No, something is. Something's definitely wrong, um, but that's kind of where the, where the episode ends. It, it's it's they're theorizing of of what Morgan Edge is doing. Yeah. Then Lana hears Edge, I guess, talking to some of the new potential assistants. Again, still not giving them a clear idea of what they're actually doing. And then and then John Henry, you know, he has his redemption moment, drives off into the sunset, away from Lois in his uh. Siri RV. Oh, he turned off Siri. <laughs> He's like, maybe I just want to drive. Yeah, let me just drive the car. Yeah, why don't you power down? Oh, and and it's like he's now assuming the name John Henry Irons, you know, because he, yes. he had Siri change his name or whatever. Right. It's it's John- it's it's symbolic because he's he's decided not to be a villain. She's so like, I'm like not- Luther. Right. right. I'm not like, I don't like that. She calls me Captain Luther. Right. Captain right. Luther was not a good guy. <laughs> right. So I, 
I don't know, man. What, what what do you got for theories? It sounded like you had something juicy earlier. What's what's your theory? Well, no, I I think that in terms of the school drama plot, my fear is that as Sarah gets to know Jonathan better, she's going to like Jonathan more because mm. he's just generally more empathetic. He has less in terms of the the powers and all the other stuff Jordan's dealing with Jonathan's dealing with less. He doesn't really have anything going on other than Jordan and Sarah. Right. Mm-hmm. He has more time. And that that's my fear is that Sarah takes a liking to Jonathan, which would cause a rift with the brothers, which we've already seen a glimpse of. Right. They teased at it slightly. I don't think Jonathan's really into Sarah like that. And I don't think that he wants to upset his brother, but that doesn't mean that it can't cause drama anyway. If Sarah's into Jonathan. Right. And Jordan loses his mind. (laughs) That is, that is a a concern. I, I feel like, I feel like the brother fight is coming. Like the true, they always have the little riffs here and there that they make up at the end of episodes. But I feel like a big like Kent brother blowout is is coming probably before the end of the season. Hmm. I wonder your thoughts on that. I don't. I. I. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, there's gonna be something there. I don't know. I. I don't have a lot of theories on that. Like, I see where you're coming from on that, and it's kind of like, yeah, I could see that happening, but I don't see it really going anywhere um, unless it's like he straight up like kills Jonathan and it's like that I mean you want to make Jordan a villain that's it right I don't think he like would, like he I don't for, think he but, would kill but him, like but I think but if I he think did get into a get into a fight and if they got into a fight we we'd really find out whether <laughs> Jonathan had any un, like underlying hiding powers or anything right right I mean he already stopped the hand and it just straight up broke his hand so right. <laughs> it did it just broke his hand in pieces so so i don't know well we'd have to see so so your theory is john henry iron's gone for a bit yes i don't think he shows up till later this, so another thing talking about conclusions from the episode this felt like a mid-season finale and i know there's 15 episodes this felt like the, the climax. It, it was the end of the John Henry Irons initial arc. Like sure. he, he's gone from villain to dealing with his grief and not holding this grudge against a different Superman. So does that, so are you saying, do you think that like the Morgan edge stuff is really going to start moving to the front? Yes. That's going to start. Which it, it, it has been in the front some, but it's right. And we know John Henry cares about that, but he also just can't be hanging out with Superman all the time, understandably. Right. And so, enemy of my uh, enemy of my enemy. Right. Type of stuff. He uh, I and thank God Lois. I thought Lois was about to tell him that she was married to him. I was like, please don't do that. <laughs> oh man, dude! I thought she was going to be like, I know he's a good man. Right. Because. I know. And I was like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> like Lois. Is that I, I think I think it could have gone in a whole nother direction if you if if she was like, Yeah, I'm married to him. Right. Yeah. 
So I'm, I'm glad she didn't tell him that. But I think he's going to go away for a while and then come back to help out, you know, when they really need it. But it felt like a mid-season finale because it was the end of that, the initial Captain Luther arc. So you, you think it's going to be something a la like Superman's getting busted up by uh, Edge's assistant and she's going to be going for the death blow and a hammer is just going to come flying out of nowhere and it's like cleaver across the room. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what I want. <laughs> Egg. I need more of that hammer, dude. I, I think more the, of that hammer. I think in the coming episodes, we're, we're going to see some high school drama ramp up. I think we're going to see the, the uh, Edge plot to turn the people of Smallville into Kryptonians. We're going to see that amp up. Um, those are things that I that I think are are coming, but this did feel like an end to the Captain Luther arc, and that was that was really the first main villain in the first sure, episode. Sure. So. What if this is like a rival family? It's like a Kryptonite X rival Kryptonian family that didn't like the L's. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but why on the other Earth are there are there did they bring them in to also destroy the world? <laughs> Because in that situation, it was a Romeo and Juliet situation, okay. and he had joined the other family. All right. Okay. I'm cutting all of this. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> it's going to be the Montague. It would be interesting to see the evil Superman's story. Like why? His why? Right, his his why. Honestly, I feel like that story is super compelling. That I want to, I like want to know. Like they could just I, like I do have an entire also, episode. But I see, I do, but I also understand why it's not part of this show. Because this show is more of like a hopeful, pure show. It's not this show is not the boys. So, so it's like I suppose. <laughs> I mean, it'd be cool just to see the fall of Superman. Why, but the, I, I don't know if you could do a whole episode on it for this show but i I see where you're coming from though yeah i know i see what you're saying as far as it'd be i still want it though (laughs) (laughs) it's not stopping me from wanting it right because they've created a sweet alternate universe where he's and then i don't know well we'll i don't think i don't think we're done with natalie no i I don't think so. I I think she shows up again at at some point. She I think she has powers or is this, is some sort of superhero in DC canon as well. It, it steals it's it's his like I Jay mentioned it on the show. It's his niece in the comics is right. Natasha. And but she was like a more she was like supposed to be like as brilliant or more brilliant than he was. Right. Like as a mechanical engineer. Right. Maybe she'll figure out how he got through and come uh visit and yeah. yeah. That I think that would be an awesome reunion at this point if they were able to find some way for him to get back to his world or her to come there. That could be a really cool oh. compelling moment. Oh man. And then John Henry Irons gets killed and then she joins Superman's household. 
as their long lost sister. Yeah. That'd be that's whoo. <laughs> whoo. Uh, you heard it right here, folks. <laughs> if that's what's happening, if that Jay's if that listening happens. to this, he got it again. <laughs> he got it again. That would be that would be kind of cool. I I just I just I want that that reunion. But anyway, I do. Well, well, and there was like I don't know I, something about it. I got that feeling through the acting of Jonathan when he saw that picture of Natalie. Right. He said, "I would wish I could have met you." Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's you know, a, a huge stretch as usual, but you never know with you, man. You never know. Anyway, you got you got anything else? No, man. I think that's my big one. I'm gonna drop that. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna stop there. That's a mic drop on me. <laughs> mic drop. Okay. <laughs> so you're not you're literally my my mic's on a boom. So like I can't really. Your prediction it, is that Natalie comes in and becomes a part of the Kent household. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 After after Steel nobly. Uh, well, Lewis. think about it. Think about it. Does that not fall into? What you're describing is like, what is this show's thing? Family. Family. Right. Much like the Fast and the Furious series. It's all about family. (laughs) (laughs) Family and ridiculous car stunts. This show is just Fast and the Furious, but with superpowers. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think Jay would actually find that a huge compliment. He's a humongous Fast and the Furious fan. Dude, you know I'm a big fan. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, listening to us. You can help us out by if you're listening to this and you're still listening and you're enjoying it, then please give us a high rating on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast. Also write a review. It helps with like the algorithms that the platforms do when deciding what other podcast to advertise and present to other listeners so if you want to help the podcast grow help this thing become sustainable please rate us write a review tell a friend share on social media etc but in general if you're just listening listen to this thank you thank you for tuning in and listening (laughs) to the superman and lois take care have a good night